Hello there, my name is Susan Hamilton. And I'm Larry Cortcamp. We're here to recap the Great American Summit and bring you news all about money today. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. And we're back. Uh, Great American Summit just occurred. We typically don't date these, but uh, this last weekend was kind of special. The Great American Summit, what a great event, Susan. It should have been on the must-not-miss list. (laughs) It certainly was on the must-not list of so many people that attended over at Gillies in Dallas. And just an amazing lineup. You know, it was really wonderful to see all of these messages by these great personalities and strong uh, strong voices already in the business space and also veterans. I mean, where they, they were all veterans. If you had to sum up, what was this, yeah. what was what was the kind of the, the thing about, right? What was, what, if you had to review it, what was the general push of the summit? The general push. From the speakers. Yeah. Um, get your act together. America is worth it. Uh, it was good, right? Yeah. Uh, from every little, every little piece. Uh, we got to hear from people that were talking really just about how important it is to have local civic activity, right? So we, a lot of detail about that from Colonel Allen West. That was a, an amazing discussion. So it was politics. Yeah, we had some politics. It was business. A lot of business. It Economic war room. We had Kevin Freeman right. from, uh, from the Blaze. So that was really fabulous. Uh, yeah, so don't uh, don't miss these opportunities because it's our goal to be bringing you this information and, and, and get here's these the good conferences. News. Here's all the good over. news: they didn't miss it. They didn't miss it you because miss it. the uh, the event was live streamed by OBBM and our partner Traverse TV. You didn't miss a thing because we are going to replay the event. Yep. Only you actually at home are going to see a better version of the event because in addition to what we were showing on the speaker stage. We then did extra interviews with each one of those speakers. All the behind the scenes. All the behind the scenes stuff, why they do what they do, and just a more intimate look at the speakers. And that will be intertwined with the the speaker activity that that everybody else saw. So when this is rebroadcast, and we don't have that date for you yet, but as soon as we have that date, we will announce it to you. And you can actually revisit the Great American Summit and see why it was such an exciting event. You know, one of the conversations I had was with the artist, Tom Verano, and I was so excited about what he does. He owns an organization called Emotion Into Art, and he works with school districts all over the nation because he says our young people, he says if if we are struggling to make sense of our world as grown adults today with as, as quickly as things are changing, he says how much more are our children? He says it's really something. He says they need hope. They need a plan. And they have to get to a spot where they're willing to develop their own blueprint and their own plan. And he uses art to inspire them to think big and get beyond it. And it's just amazing how he does the art right from the stage. Isn't that amazing? It is. How many did you count how many images he did? No, but he usually does anywhere from four to six. It's a big right? theatrical display. And these canvases yeah. are giant. They're the size of a a human. A door, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're human size. Yeah. But, but more importantly, the takeaway for me was made a little bit more pointed because during this live streaming event, we, our, our show uh, here at the News Broadcast, plus all our shows here at OBBM, we come to you from Grace Point Media Studios here in Farmers Branch, Texas. 
Grace Point is actually the production company that does the tremendous effort of putting all these pieces together for us. And they had the best team to do this, Man, this streaming for us down they there. Really they were did. working from two stages because we had the main stage. And then we also had our media booth where we did all these other interviews. So there was five or six different, five or six to seven different technicians there at any one point in time. And all of them were fairly young doing that. And what Susan and I mentioned afterwards, yeah. these people, I mean, if your head is stuck in a camera or it's stuck on the microphones listening to each one of these speakers, yeah. you, you were actually forced <laughs> to listen to all this stuff. And each one of those technicians at the end said, wow, I've never heard Great big like smiles. That. They yeah. were so excited and so inspired. Yeah. Uh, one young man had a brother that had just joined the Marines and he was he had some questions about why he would be joining the Marines. And when he left, he says, I feel patriotic. He says, I feel like there's just so much more honor than I even realized to actually hold that position. When you hear these people from the stage that have actually been on these uh, special forces yeah. and they came, and so they're bringing this point of view. And it's interesting because when you have been in the service, it, it, the conversation's different depending on where you are. Some people are in logistics, some people are in intelligence. And so you get them all together and that conversation is off the chain. And this is, this is a, a mix of people from different backgrounds, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. we had Colonel Alan West, mm -hmm. obviously huge background, military, but also political. We had Chad O'Jackson. He was recently in Uncle Tom 1 and Uncle Tom 2. We had, uh, oh my gosh, the, uh, uh, Marie the ex-police ex chief yeah. from uh, Tarrant County. Uh, Sheriff Wayborn. Sheriff Wayborn mm -hmm. was in there. Um, we had, uh, oh, what was the deputy's name? Uh, Woodard. Deputy Woodard. Yeah. All of those impacted some of the people in our staff even more. This is coming from minority standpoints. Uh, Bobby Sausalito, some of the other ones. There was a cross section of America there that was stating points of view Man. that people had never heard before, so particularly valuable. not from these types of individuals. Right, right. right? And I'll point out uh, that not only did we understand those, but we got to meet Tim Rivers, the founder of the American Gulag Chronicles, and interview, so pay attention to that coming up when we release this, interview uh, some of those charged with the J6 crimes. We cannot be forgetting how many people have not had their due process and they have not had their stories heard because state media is skewing those stories. And right now, we talked, Jalise and Mark Middleton are going to court on August 21st. They were praying outside the Capitol. And when all of these things erupted. Their story is so important and you need to hear it. And you can go to AmericanPatriotRelief.org to support what they're doing there. They've decided to pour everything into making sure the homes, just like the American Gulag Chronicles, which you can find at lettersfromprison.us, uh, where you can actually start communicating with the J6 prisoners and help with the commissary, help with their, their so they don't lose their homes. They've got families that have been left behind and they need that support. So we've got so much more coming. We'll be right back. Hi, welcome to Heroes in Action. I'm Ray Amanat, founder and creator of this training system. I originally made it so that everyone can train for free. We have programs for kids, for women, families, and businesses. I'm an author, speaker, and educator on everything that has to do with violence and bullying prevention education. 
If you'd like more information about who we are and what our programs are, please go to our website at heroesinaction.us or give me a call if you have any questions at 727-314-2534. We hope to see you here to train. Welcome back. Our first story today is from the Dallas Express. And this one, I, I would say today's thing is kind of more about money, money. today, right? Yeah. So each story has some something to do with a money influence. Follow the money, see how much the money is spent, all this type of thing. And today's first story comes to us from the Dallas Fed. Uh, the CEO of the Dallas Fed is speaking out on interest rates. Uh, I don't know if you know who that is, but it's Lori Logan. And she has been making headlines, being named the 14th president and CEO of the Federal Reserve Bank in Tallis. Uh, she'll take over, she took over August 22nd of 22. Mm -hmm. That is uh, Louisiana, New Mexico, and Texas. So yeah, what was your takeaway from this article here? Why, why is this in our news today? Well, I thought it was important because of the way they're handling policy. And I think your insight into how money works with these banks, right? Um, so she's saying that they've made some progress, but she's got data coming in weeks could yet show that it's appropriate to skip a meeting. And when I got to that spot, we were talking about how when they have meetings, they're having meetings to decide they're going to increase the interest rates. Yeah, I mean, whenever you talk about the Fed, right, everything's in code. So how they dressed that day, what time they showed up for the meeting, did they schedule a meeting? Did they call it a meeting or did they call it a whatever? All these things investors look at as coding for the Fed. And the only reason, the thing they're trying to determine, is the Fed going to raise or lower or keep the interest rates, right? And why is that important? Because these banks are making their decisions based on Not this. only banks, but everybody. Yeah. Because the Fed, traditionally, I don't know how that's going to work in the world today, but traditionally the U.S. Federal Reserve kind of set the tone for worldwide economies. And how our interest rates are set kind of predetermines a lot of actions, whether it's from banking, how they manage their money, businesses, how they rent or lend, your home mortgages are often tied to that. A lot of things, credit card, all kinds of things are kind of tied to the Fed rate. So when people look at that, they're looking for movement from the Fed. Are they going to keep it the same? Or are they going to reduce it? And what the Fed does regarding those interest rates determines the trajectory of the economy. So if the interest rate is lower, if money is cheap, 
cheap to borrow, then people borrow more money. If the cost of money goes up and it's more expensive, people borrow less money or they have to charge more for it to borrow. So all these factors weigh in and traditionally the, the Fed makes movements that are uh, a quarter of a point, which is a big move. And lately they've been doing full percentage points and multiple percentage points. So And very quickly. Very quickly, over, over the span of a year. So things that, that normally took maybe a decade to occur, have been happening in real time very quickly. And that affects a lot of and things. And we haven't seen it yet. We yeah. have not seen. One, th one of the things I noticed also is how praised she was by the Federal Chair, uh, Jer Jerome Powell, um, as she was hired for this job. So I, I, I don't care much for him and his judgment. I'm not really thrilled. And he's thrilled with her. I think we should be watching this very closely. Um, yeah. All of these things are going to make it. So this is this was interesting to me. The combination of the rapid spread of information and the speed of financial transactions put a premium on banks' effective management of liquidity risks. And our our liquidity backstop should be available whenever banks need it. So now we've just done this increased. Um, we raised the, the the debt limit. We so what have we done to ourselves? And, it, and it's such a, a deep, we should probably do a, an OBBM special report, you know, because this is, <laughs> this is really, and we could get, I mean, it's based in the Dallas Fed. There's a lot of really knowledgeable people here in the Dallas area that, that have a lot of input on this because this is a really complex situation that has far reaching ramifications to how you and I live our lives. We don't think about it, but it's how, how much food is in our stores, how much we pay for an airline ticket. All these and things. all of those things right now are connected yeah. to people's choices, the consumer yeah. market choices. And the consumer market, I don't know if you've noticed, has changed a lot. We're making decisions and we're realizing that we vote with our money. Yeah. And that's huge. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to share this next story with you from unwokeinvesting.com, our friend uh, Jonathan Broadman, yeah. who is helping people to understand that the companies that you want to work for, that, that you want to work with, are it's important to know what they're all connected to. To, and he has managed to uh, collect and put together this really great alignment of businesses that want to support American values, right? If you do not want to support those types of things, if you want to support globalist initiatives, well, you can do that. That's just your regular, you know, all of well, your ESG investing, has right? Has this been demonstrated to us in dramatic yeah. fashion over the last several exactly. weeks with Bud Light, Target retail stores, and others, but those two in particular, how the consumer and the way we spend our money does in fact impact what people, how they manage their businesses. Yeah. We really do have a tremendous amount of power. And if there's anything that we take away from that, the one thing that I'd like to make sure the audience understands, yeah, every time you buy that little kid's t-shirt that you paid $4.95 for at Target, if you don't spend that there and you have about, I don't know, 50 million of your best friends that do the same thing, it starts to make a difference. Target now is at a $13 billion loss over the last two weeks. And so this, the, so what we need to understand today is the way the language has changed because now we, there is something called a shareholder and we've understood that for a long time. These are the people that have invested in the company. They are looking for something to grow. But if it's a stakeholder, now a stakeholder has to do with the bet. And we talk about that a lot. Yeah. But what we have is a very grotesque style of money management in the yep. world today where people think that they can, uh, they can bet on behavioral changes of the masses and they will throw around a lot of money to do that.
And they try and they try and hide all this stuff by making it appear that this is all complex. It really, it really. I mean, there's a lot of nuance to it in certain occasions, but but the basic pr principles are pretty sound. You literally can translate this to your own home and how you do your own business. Uh, if you and your house, if you decide that right now you're not getting paid enough to bring in the, the the groceries that you want to buy, and instead of cutting back on groceries, you just use your Visa card to go down and buy extra groceries, what happens? You've actually added to your debt. The Visa card is there now and it's got that extra $300 on it or whatever. You gotta pay that back at some point because it sticks there and you have to make a payment on it in some form or fashion. In a larger sense, that's exactly what the country does. It's exactly what all businesses do. So I do really wanna do a, another segment on this at some point in time, but we got more on money and we'll be back in just a minute to fill you in. Multiple streams of income are the local business owner's new protection against inflation. If you enjoy sharing health insights and helping others live their healthiest lifestyle possible, you can create wealth for yourself and your family by doing what you love to do every day. Call 469-939-8933. Discover how to incorporate additional financial revenue into your love of health and wellness and the work you're already doing, using your time wisely and leveraging networks you already work with. Ready to learn more? Join the Wellness Institute's Corolla Bradas, subject of the book, Look Beyond Tomorrow, to help even more people realize their potential and achieve their health goals. Build a side business with products sourced in North America and protect your bottom line. Call 469-939-8933 today. That's 469-939-8933. Call now. JR here with the Veterans Ranch. We provide equine therapy services to veterans and their families in Florida and the great state of Texas, and it's always free of charge. Equine therapy is very special in that it helps veterans build a bond of trust with an animal inherently born not to trust anyone. This helps them release burdens and walk off a new and improved version of themselves. Our veterans are suffering with PTSD from their time in service. Sadly, the daily veteran suicide rate is on the rise and other veterans are struggling with the transition from military to civilian life. The Veterans Ranch is here to serve these veterans and their families through these issues for as long as they need us. Your call to action today is to go to theveteransranch.org and hit that donate button and make a one-time or monthly pledge. Your precious gifts will relocate our headquarters to North Texas so we can serve five to 10,000 Texas veterans and their families each year. Thank you for your support. TheVeteransRanch.org, TheVeteransRanch.org. So Larry, when we went to break, you were talking about having to pay back that card? I was pay say, back the debt. We were talking about butter, butter, bread, and eggs, weren't we, at the home? You know, uh, so at some point, uh, money does have, it, it, does it grow on trees? Okay, so here's the scenario. Okay, we did our little scenario where we borrowed money on our Visa card to pay for the bread and eggs and whatever. Now there's a payment due and we don't even have that. So what do we do? We go to the credit card company and we go, hey, you know, I'm a little stretched this week. Uh, is there any way that we could defer this payment maybe to next month? Can we can we make the payment later? 
Now, if, that's what we do. But that's but you're even that sounds legitimate. What about what about legitimate? This? The credit card doesn't look at it that no, way. They go, hey, dude, that's, the payments. You're missing what due. I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is, you said you you need bread and milk, so you used your card for that. Well, in the oh, case of our United States, should have used a concert uh, payment. In instead. our <laughs> government, here's what they did: they took a grand vacation all over the place. They blew money everywhere like it was growing on trees, and then they said, oh, can't pay for it. We need more. And it's just like this hungry beast. And they're without realizing that we're somebody buys our debt. Debt is the number one industry in the entire world. Somebody's buying our debt. Yeah. And that puts us in a very vulnerable position. So this brings us to our next story. It comes to us from the Washington Post. And, and it's really this example. As funds run short, the U.S. Treasury asks agencies if payments could be made later. Can we push They're doing it next it? month? Oh, so <laughs> sure. Anyway, so, read their articles. Uh, that's out of the Washington Post, yeah. So what about um, the evidence that maybe interest rates have been rigged? Is, well, that, is that a maybe? You know, I, I, I can't imagine that it's not done really as kind of a matter of course all you the know, time. And I'm, I'm wondering if we under, understand, do we know what the point of this particular story this is? This comes from the BBC, and they're talking about... Um, uh, the, these these bankers should be jailed <laughs> for the rigging because they special done... report necessary. <laughs> well, you know the BBC is actually saying it. Yeah. You know, um, the evidence was not shown to juries at the time when bankers were jailed for smaller scale interest rate rigging. Uh, so no, what do we do now? So had had they followed disclosure rules. Um, that would have made a difference. Did anybody follow any rules? So Did this, we disclose what was really happening? Uh, full disclosure, this article, although it was recent, written recently, the, the events they're talking about occurred in October of 2008. So this is back when we had the worldwide meltdown, uh, financially speaking. But what these, they always like to hide that at the time. But what it means is, what, how was business conducted during that period of time when everything was in flux Everything was kind of going up and down. We didn't know what to do. But, but the actions of the people that manage the world's money are important. And how they adjust it, how they move it from place to place, who gets it, who doesn't, all that should be really a big course of study. And, and what this particular article is, is pointing out is they really weren't on the up and up on how they handled no. this. And, and there were six, and there was six of, central banks. Yeah, and there was a lot of price fixing that went on. So... Yeah. Now, six central banks in there. Um, oh, so, um, so a lot of this is because we had poor communication, similar to COVID and the determination of what is misinformation and what is now not. And what that, can we share with you and what we can't. That's the truth. Because right? it's not like the information wasn't there and it wasn't like information doesn't trans doesn't move quickly. Information moves super, super fast. Matter of fact, the last story bottleneck. was just about that. There's always that. a bottleneck. People are getting the information coming from reality. And there's, some, and there's somebody in the chair going, eh, I don't know if this one really is what we want to tell we, people. Do we want to tell people? I kind of like right? this one better over here. Are you saying that the AP News is not news and it's paid for marketing? So the Associated Press maybe not telling us the entire truth, but We're, maybe a story instead of the story? You know what? That's really, really interesting. And it's time to really think about that. And some of the stories that we get here, actually, if you're looking for where you can find really great journalism today and cited information, get into Substack. You will find so many stories in there that'll help you understand where that is today.
today because these are there's some dirty business going on out there and the news is being manipulated so that you only get a little bit here and there and we need to be drawing better conclusions who has the kind of time it takes to do that research so back to our so real journalists do you know right but back to our little analogy i was using the analogy of buying butter and eggs which was true a portion of that money that we borrowed from our visa card went to butter and eggs however that was only like ten dollars worth the big bulk was what Susan suggested, and we took this grand vacation on a European island out there. Many, spent, many vacations. And we spent all this other money there. We were gone so, for years. So if we come to you with a story that the credit card company is being mean to us because they're not extending us money because we bought bread and eggs, but in reality, that was just this little bit, but the big little mm -hmm. bit is this grand vacation that we tried to go on. This is news being manipulated to the, the, the audience, which is us, and they are stressing certain things and not stressing other. Why? And this is coming up in this next article. Because this, of the bonds. This comes to us from they Dallas Express. They want more of your money and it's voluntary, folks. So many of the things that they're doing out there can feel like, they've, they, like they're holding you hostage, right? They're just making decisions willy-nilly without even considering you, your life, your family, your business, your community. But the truth of the matter is when we don't participate to say no to the bonds, they're really working us at the local level to Tugging on our heartstrings. Tugging on those heartstrings because we think if we throw money at a, at a significant social ill, we're going to solve the problem. Well, that's because we're equating money in our terms. When we think of money as a consumer, when we think of a million dollars, I mean, you can say all the things you want about how the value of money has changed over the last hundred years. A million dollars worth a lot in 1920, a million dollars is still worth a lot in 2020. If you have a million dollars as an average Joe, you are quite wealthy and don't let anybody tell you you're not. So when we read these reports, like this one from the Dallas Express, and it says the city homeless department wants to request $35 million from the next bond issuance. When we think of $35 million and we help the homeless with it, we can equate that, gosh, how many houses can we buy? Right. How many apartments? We what could do we so much stuff and I mean, the names. It's, it's like tens of yeah. thousands of people that we can help. But when you read further into this story, you're gonna see that they're talking numbers like, well, last week we helped around six people which was really impressive. And we're hoping to now house 14. Or we're gonna renovate- And if we do this, we'll do 100. We're gonna right? renovate the center. We just yeah. spent six and a half million dollars on this facility that was in bad shape and now it needs to be renovated. So now we already spent six and a half. We need another 17 and a half million to renovate it. And if we do all that, guess what? We get to house as much as 100 people, 100 people, 100 people. They're talking millions of dollars to house tiny bits. No, so public-private partnerships are yeah. exactly where they're digging into your pockets, and it's time for you to say no and hold them accountable, which is getting trickier. Uh, so, friends, thank you for tuning in today. We will be back again with our next episode of OBBM Network News soon. Today, you're not limited to traditional mainstream media that doesn't support your family, your life, your values, or your business. OBBM Network News is available Monday through Friday at 5, 9, 5 and 9 Central and 6 and 10 uh, Eastern on Traverse TV and available to anyone on many smart TV apps such as Rumble, Roku, and Traverse TV. Connect with us on obbmdfw.locals.com. Truth, Gab, Getter, and more. Remember to subscribe, rumble, like, and share wherever you're using social media. Get the audio podcast version of this show and over 30 others when you subscribe to the OBBM Network Podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and wherever you're listening to podcasts. Thank you for watching and letting your friends know about this program. 
And do please consider being a member of our Locals.com community at the $5, $10, or $25 level. And you can reach that through the QR code on your screen. We're 100% grassroots funded by you. We want to thank our advertisers and remind our viewers to use their products and their services.